Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 4 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! As we watch the Suns beat the Mavericks 105-98, Mavericks game run without Luka Doncic, but they fall to the Suns. Suns get 24 out of Devin Booker, 19-13 and 13 from DeAndre Ayton, and I don't think this is a hot take. But what we've seen so far in the NBA this season, granted we're about 15 games in and a lot of teams are struggling, uh, best two teams in the NBA, Golden State and Phoenix, and everybody else is kind of at that next level of maybe we're okay. I mean, maybe the Wizards are actually going to be good. Maybe the Jazz are good. But the Bears and the Suns, they have just done it better than everybody else. The Suns have won 10 in a row. And, of course, the Warriors, their 12-2 and record after remaking their roster, their bench. Uh, it has been some kind of start for Golden State and Phoenix. And i got to be honest because I always say when I'm wrong or I don't see it, I did not see either of these starts coming. 
I did not see the start coming for Golden State, specifically without Clay Thompson. I did not see the start coming without Phoenix, who I thought, hey, they got to the top of whatever mountain they were getting to during the NBA Finals last year, and it was going to be another year older for Chris Paul. It was going to be a little bit more difficulty, and still they kind of picked up where they left off. I'm, I, I'm surprised both these teams didn't see it coming. Cruising along right now are the Phoenix Suns. The question is, back half of the schedule, Chris Paul's health long-term, right? Like we're seeing the front-loaded LeBron James not playing for the Lakers. So now you've got massive trepidation that that's just not going to work, right? That it's going to be one of those years in and out of the lineup. And then, you know, sit there and hope that he can get from April through the end of June uh, to where there's a parade outside Crypto.com Arena. Uh, but for the Suns, it's it's the Chris Paul question overall, right? Averaging about 32 minutes a game right now, 14.7 and 10.2 a night. Uh, that That's pretty uh, – that's outstanding work thus far. They're getting good balance. JaVale McGee giving them almost 10 points a game off the bench in 17 minutes minutes played. I mean, they've they've got guys that are, that are filling it up and they can still get you at a frenetic pace and Booker right now playing as well right he started getting the superstar calls we talked about it in the playoffs last year that's translating here even though the rules have changed and everybody's trying to figure out uh, how to navigate that Uh, seems like everybody but James Harden is at least on the way uh, in terms of figuring that out. But no, I, look, the Suns, I, I don't know that I'm surprised. I'm, I guess I'm just happy that there wasn't a sudden drop off, you know, because we saw what happened after the bubble and what what happened to the Miami Heat after that, the Lakers and what was a, a very odd year a year ago. So hopefully some continuity flows in the East. It's a jumbled mess at the top, which is great for us. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We got more NBA on the way later on this hour, including why I'm not that bummed about where the Lakers are and what's been going on with them right now, even though they lost to the Bucks tonight when Giannis goes for 47, 109-102. Uh, but uh, to show you that there is no such thing as rock bottom, I present to you what happened today with the New York Jets. The big NFL news of the day is that Zach Wilson is not ready to come back for the Jets, and the Jets are going to start somebody else. Okay, that somebody else is not Mike White. Mike White, if I could be Mike <laughs> White. What if you, it's not Josh Johnson. It is Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco will start for the Jets on Sunday when they take on the Miami Dolphins. What is the reason for this? Why Joe Flacco? In the words of Robert Sala, hey, because the Dolphins blitz a lot, we want somebody back there who can handle it. The Dolphins blitzed Lamar Jackson the entire bleeping game on Thursday. He's the most mobile quarterback in the NFL. What do they have, six sacks? How is Joe Flacco going to get around that? No, no, we got to have Joe Flacco. Oh, my God. Oh, we just hey, he's a veteran. He's going to get the ball out fast. Oh, my God. This is, you know, this is the Jets' proof. <laughs> they, they are just going to be their own worst enemy for the rest of time all right because now here i'll give you i'll give you a mike harman phrase i get what they're doing in theory right i get this in theory (laughs) why is it not mike white it makes no sense right it makes no sense mike white was a a phenomenal in his debut he had a really good next first quarter then he got hurt then he had a bad game against buffalo if zach wilson isn't ready 
Okay, great. I get it. You want him to be 100%. You want him for the last seven games of the season. Yes, I, I'm, I'm completely okay with that. Take your time. Don't rush him back in. It's a lost season. Seven games is more than enough time. I get it. Why don't you go to Mike White, right? Why don't you go to Mike White? And this gets into why the Jets are the Jets, right? I get it in theory because they don't want a quarterback controversy now. They, they, they got through the stars in their eyes with Mike White. They saw him play against the Bills, and for whatever reason, they think, all right, well, now he's done. we got to go back to Zach Wilson. Okay, fine. That's great. Why won't you start Mike White? Because they're afraid of what would happen if Mike White, and again, it's not like the Dolphins or the 86 ba- 85 Bears, oh, they're blitzing. They're the Dolphins. They stink. They absolutely stink. But if Mike White has a big game against the Dolphins, then suddenly you have a quarterback controversy. Can you really go to Zach Wilson again if Mike White has a good game? Or do you have to let Mike White play one more time, and then you've let a quarterback controversy engulf the team? So I get it in theory that this is why the Jets did what they did. Because clearly, we'll start Joe Flacco, he's going to suck, we're going to lose, and then it's easy to go back to Zach Wilson, and we got him for the last seven games, right? But this is why the Jets are the Jets, and why they have been in the playoffs in 10 years, and why I don't know that Robert Sala can be a head coach in the NFL. They are too worried about their perception surrounding the team. Because if you were a strong head coach and a strong organization, it's, okay, we're going to go to Mike White. He was great. Maybe he's great again. Then when the next week comes up, we'll go back to Zach Wilson because we took Zach Wilson second overall, and he's going to be our guy. If you're a strong organization, you can make moves like that, and you don't listen to the outside noise. But the Jets listen to all of the outside noise. Robert Sala listens to all of the outside noise. Why are they playing Joe Flacco? They're worried that they look bad because they made a, they traded a draft pick for Joe Flacco, which they didn't need, which is embarrassing. So let's put him out there so we can at least get rid of that storyline. Why did you trade a fifth-round pick for Joe Flacco? Nobody cares about that. It's something that New York writers write about because they like to write about negativity. Why do you care? But the Jets clearly care because they're doing this. Why can't you go to Mike White? Well, we're afraid what would happen, what the optics would look like if he winds up uh, with another good week. Why do you care what the optics look like? Are you trying to win games? What are you trying to do? Really, what, what are you trying to accomplish with the Jets? They listen to too much outside noise, right? Robert Sala, who said the other day, hey, all you guys want to throw Mike White away. Oh, we're not going to do that. This is Robert Sala from two days ago. It's really an amazing uh, amalgam of uh, silliness Where, that you've Robert seen Sala? with your Jets. I thought we we're going to. Where's Robert Sala T-shirt? Where's Robert Sala? I still got a lot of confidence in Mike. Uh, again, you know, the, the, this market fascinates me in the sense that you know he, he was anointed uh, the next coming after one game, and now everyone wants to throw him away. Like he, he deserves better than that. Yeah, so I'm listening to everybody who loved him, and now everybody wants to throw him away because I'm reading stuff on social media. Or I'm I'm hearing stuff that I don't like. Uh, you just threw Mike White away yourself. You just threw him away because you don't want that narrative of what if Mike White plays well, and then what do you do for Zach Wilson? Robert Sala listens to everything. The coaching staff listens to everything. They listen to all the outside noise, and this is why the Jets can't get out of their own way because this is how they operate. This is how they've operated for years. What would be the optics of this? What's the fault it's like the default uh point in a movie when somebody wants to make a decision on something and so they go on social media well how is this playing on twitter right now and then you then you get the the, the shot of the person scrolling through and they're either seeing positive uh tweets or negative tweets oh we can't do this like every every news show now or every show now that likes to show their hip hey let, let's have a big thing and say because what happened 
being said on Twitter is such a big deal. Let's look and see. Like, that's what the Jets do. What's going to keep us off social media the most? What's going to have the least, uh, the least amount of, of, of criticism? And that's what we're going to do. So let's do it that way. And this is why you can't win. Because if you were a strong – and this is why I don't know that Robert Sala is cut out to be a head coach in the NFL because he listens to too much outside stuff. And the product on the field is absolutely terrible. So when you put all this together, what am I supposed to think? The Jets have been bad for a decade, and they're going to continue to be bad because they can't get out of their own way. Because part of it is this. You can fight one opponent, which is the other team, but when you're fighting the other opponent and you're fighting yourself and you're fighting the perception of the team in, in, the, in New York City, forget it. You're never going to win, and that's why the Jets suck. Yeah, I'm sorry I tried to fill that space between and didn't let uh, the inane commentary of uh, Robert Sala speak for itself uh, right there, as you you alluded to. Uh, yeah, Mike White, second coming, back him, all that. Well, if, if you want to see what he is, he has to play, right? So put him on the field. Joe Flacco, you want the veteran presence against the Blitz? Great article uh, that I saw in New York Daily News that goes through the data. The data. Uh, Miami Dolphins defensive blitzes, 40% of snaps. They did it 40 times uh, against Lamar Jackson. The cover zero defense. Uh, You look at the dominance of the Dolphins against Flacco last year in that regard, right? 24 nothing loss, 186 yards, interception, and was sacked three times. Over the last three years, uh, 48% 48% completion percentage uh, in 2018 for the Ravens, 59 for the Broncos in 2019, 77.8 passer rating, and then 2020 with the Jets against the Blitz, 52%, 63 passer rating. Yeah, let's get him out there because he's going to be able to handle it <laughs> expertly so. Uh, you might as well let Mike White go out there, see what he can do. And if you have to go have a quarterback controversy, great. Because if Zach Wilson, is, I, I don't believe that he's a guy that's going to cry about it. Right? You may have other people in that locker room that maybe feel like there's d- divisiveness. Maybe it's the sports talk radio chatter and the fans. And it's, you know, put the fish wrap away. They're grown-ass men, and Zach Wilson, to this point, has said all the right things. Maybe he's crying behind the scenes. I don't know. But at least in front of a microphone, he's been a man talking about learning and watching these guys play, taking the criticism about, right, just like Patrick Mahomes the last couple of weeks. Will he be patient and take what the defense gives him? And then you watched him light up the Raiders on Sunday Night Football, right? For Zach Wilson, he said all the right things. And if he's truly that guy, then this shouldn't be an issue. He's going to get his chance. It doesn't need to be today. Remember, rookie contract. He got a little signing bonus. That's great. Number two overall pick. A lot of pomp and circumstance back in April. You know what? It doesn't mean a damn thing in week 11 if he's not ready physically and he's not ready to lead right now. He still needs to grow. And if Mike White's a guy that right now is having his moment in the sun and you really want to do an evaluation, go see if he can handle the blitz. Because putting Joe Flacco out there does nothing. It absolutely impedes any progress you're trying to make, except what? You, you now have a co- controversy because veteran Joe Flacco's there? Which would you rather have? No, Young what guy. Is, what, is this, what does this do for the team, too? What the no, team that's going, what I mean. Oh, it's, it's got there. nothing. Why, why am I going out there to play Sunday? We're just going out there to lose. What, is he gonna so going to be, a punching bag? You might, you might as well get one of those you know, pillows that are being advertised for the holidays that has Joe Flacco's face on it <laughs> and let that get punched around. 
waste of time, waste of space. Is this like the, an Otani jets. pillow? Like an Otani pillow that you can get? On no, it's a full like body this. thing. So it's oh, as tall. Okay. So it's like one of those body pillows. I, I know it, it comes in handy. You know, if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe it gives you that support. You know, during pregnancies, I know it's a big thing, right? It's like a full length pillow and you, and you, you kind of lean into it. Well, now you can have one. You can have one made of you, Smith. <laughs> How about that? That's Here's the gift that face. keeps on giving. We're going to open up a, 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 our own Etsy store, and we'll sell Jason Smith body-length <laughs> pillows. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome again. My team exists to make you feel better about yours. Jets, yo. And oh, by the way, uh, Joe Flacco's not vaccinated. So now the Jets have run into a non-vaccinated controversy with their fourth quarterback of the season. Only the Jets. Only oh, can the Jets. I can I can I address that uh, really quickly? Buddy, you know, because he he went in and but like, well, you know, I didn't want it to be a, a distraction, or whatever else. You know what else? Nobody else asked because you weren't a guy that was expected to see the field. So you know what? It wasn't you weren't going to the podium. Unless you were doing one-on-ones with someone off in the side of the locker room of what you're seeing of these young guys, you you weren't the guy front and center. So that's why it wasn't asked, and you weren't asked for your opinion. And now you have been, and now, well, I can't wait to see the headlines tomorrow. I might look those up now. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! Uh, a little bit more on this Mel Tucker story before we get into the quarterback who would take a do-over every single day of the week and twice on Sunday. Uh, you know, Mel Tucker of Michigan State is on the cusp of getting this incredibly large extension. When it happens tomorrow uh, it, it, or the next 48 hours, it's going to be incredibly large because he's going to be the highest paid coach in the Big Ten and the highest paid African-American coach in professional sports. All right, 10 years, well, 95. So he's, he's not a pro, technically. Or, well, <laughs> it, well, okay. In all of sports. But okay. In all no, of no, sports, no. Right. I, I, semantics, yeah. but you're yeah. You're right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't pay anybody here. Uh, in all of sports, he'd be the well. It is a state paid. university, so folks are <laughs> upset about that. So that's that's a whole other thing. I, I can't help you there. So a large thing there for him, right? Obviously, I mean, it's a big deal. It's a, it's a it's a it's a huge day when that happens because look, to be the highest paid African American coach in all of sports is really something. Uh, but from the field perspective of it. Why is he getting this extension? It goes to what is so important when it comes to teams with incredibly bitter rivals, right? He's getting this extension because, one, yes, I'm sure LSU, other schools are hot on him because Michigan State, as well as he's coached this year, I could see they'd give him a raise normally, but... Ten years and ninety-five million means okay. Somebody's really coming for you now, and so we have to give you so much more money so you don't leave. So that's why the large money. Well, he's but only on, in the second year of a right. six-year deal. Exactly. He want you sixteen right. and thirteen. That's his overall record as a head well, coach, right? Yeah. I mean, la- last year you push away. Colorado is Colorado. It's not Cordell Stewart and Michael Westbrook running around. No, he's triple. He's going to triple his salary every year the last three years from Colorado to Michigan State. Michigan State this year. He's, he's now my hero. Salary. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's not, doing. Not just the style of play that they've adopted there mm. and obviously the success this year, but to be able to triple your salary like that, let's go. Whew. And and the thing is, is that why is he getting this? Yes, the part about LSU and other schools is one thing, but he's won two really big games, right? Last year he was 2-5, and five, but he beat Michigan. So now, and in the college football game of the year this year, what did they do? 
they beat Michigan. Gus John he owes Gus Johnson part of this contract because that game, it was like there was one head coach on the field. It was Mel Tucker. Look what he's doing. This is unbelievable. Mel Tucker has done this. He's told his team this. He's done that. And there's Jim Harbaugh. And Mel Tucker said, I'm going to make sure our team, he's reading quotes. And he's got, I mean, he was such Mel Tucker's hype man. You would think after this game was over, hey, Mel Tucker, maybe he's like the next Vince Lombardi. But when you beat your bitter rival and you do it in such a way in the game of the year, this is how you succeed as a head coach. This is why Jim Harbaugh's never gotten the hug from Michigan because he doesn't beat Ohio State. He barely beats Michigan State. So, yeah, he's still kind of on the outside looking in and, he, and he's at arm's length until you can win some rivalry games. And yes, there have been incredible uh, uh, face plants by Michigan in these games, but it doesn't matter. They're not winning them. When you beat your arch rival and you do this, you increase your brand and and everybody wants you to stay around. Because some years you can go two and nine or two and ten, but if you're if if Jim Harbaugh went two and ten every year, but he beat Michigan State and Ohio State, they would say lifetime contract. We don't care about not going to a bowl game. We don't care. Go, you know, the rest of the year, go 0 and 10, and then the last two games beat Michigan State and Ohio State, great. Well, you can stay here forever. That's how big it is to beat your rival. Is Mel Tucker getting this contract if he doesn't beat Michigan State? Life doesn't beat Michigan like this? Of course not. If they lose that game 31-28 or if it's not the game of the year and you don't see Walker go for five touchdowns and, and all the pageantry associated with it, he's not getting that extension. That's why beating your rival is such a big deal. This is how you stay, head coach. When you lose to your big rival, they can't get you out of town fast enough. Look at what he's doing now. He's beat Michigan twice, He's gonna, and now he's going to be making $10 million a year and he's got the longest deal that He's got a better deal than Nick Saban's got. I mean, this is what you do when you wind up beating Michigan and you beat them twice and you beat them like that and you make Jim Harbaugh cry as he walks off the field. This is what happens to you. Well, his contract under these terms, at least as what's been reported, would put him second to Saban, which is amazing. Again, we talked about the ties all night long, right? He was a grad assistant to Saban all those years ago at Michigan State. Here from Crane's Detroit Business, let me get to the business side of this. You've got uh, Matt Ishbia, uh, CEO of UWM Corp, a wholesale mortgage lender based in Pontiac, Michigan, and Steve St. Andre, the CEO of Shift Digital. They do digital marketing in the automotive retailing sector. They are basically funding Tucker's extension. They are the (laughs) alums that are saying, we got our guy. He's beaten Harbaugh. He's beaten Michigan. They're Michigan State alum and saying, all right, let's keep them there. And that's exactly what they're doing with that big salary. Uh, When it comes down to the on-the-field presence, yeah, it's, it's all about beating Michigan. It's all about those results. The rest of it builds, and you build a culture, you build a program. Hell, he has. he's not even working with his own guys at this point. And I think no, that's got to be part of the recruits come in, right? That's yeah. got to be part of the exciting process of it. You know, it's the we've seen it in the NFL a number of times of, all right, took these guys, you know, teams that they couldn't get over the hump with and, and took them to the promised land. You go back to Tampa and, and probably one of the best examples. Uh, and then we see it in college football as well, where you can get some run. And it's like, all right, now we get to see what you can do with your recruits. And to this point, we don't know, right? You only had the year at Colorado. And here, here, here we are. 
<laughs> right? I mean, you, you got a, you got a very short short run uh, as a head coach. Certainly been with very successful programs. Coordinator with the Bears uh, at Alabama, at Georgia, and all, all the way through. I mean, you've got uh, a tremendous resume, and now it's you've seen enough, at least in in how you've handled. And clearly, he's won the room when it comes to the, those fun dinners that coaches hate going to after a while. Obviously, impressed the money men uh, behind the program to say, "All right, we, you know, you've got the keys to the kingdom." What the end buyouts and all of those? Those are always the fun, you know, details that eventually come out in the wash. But usually, not until well, we need to have those details, right? Uh, when the program stumbles or stubs its toe. But right now, from Mel Tucker, I mean, come on, how how huge is this? Um, you're in year two of a six year deal. And it's like, oh, no, 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 that, that's good. Push that aside for a minute. Here's what we want to do. We want to keep you here for a decade and, <laughs> and give you, well, well, nearly double your salary uh, over what you're making now. How does, that, how does that sound to you? You really get a chance to build. Because that's what everybody wants, right, to build the program. We always see the four- or five-year deal. How many coaches really don't even get a chance to do that anymore, even at the collegiate level? Right. It's one thing at the pros where they say, go build a program. Brian Flores in Miami, they got there too fast last year, so the expectations got higher, the schedule was harder, and, and they've stubbed their toes and, and had all sorts of problems. Right, And now we, we talk about Miami and, well, your Jets. But when we look at it you know, for, for college coaches – now, now he's got the security to really go and put his stamp on it, and we'll, we'll watch how it goes. It says, hey, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, all you teams up atop the, the list, we're here to stay. And I love it. I mean, it's great for the conference, even though that's one more team that my beloved Northwestern Wildcats have to go do battle with. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Never underestimate what beating your rivals will do. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, Baker Mayfield said that he was about as beat up as he's been in his NFL career. But he's going to give it a go. He's going to play on Sunday. Uh, number one, he has to. We told you he is one week away from losing his job, the starting quarterback with the Browns. They're not going to sit back and, and, and wait for him to catch fire. If it hasn't happened by now, it's probably not going to happen. And if one more bad game by Mayfield, and he's going to be replaced. They'll go to Case Keenum for a spark, someone who can move the offense down the field. And if he doesn't play against the Lions and Case Keenum plays, guess what? Case Keenum's going to play great against the Lions. Why? Because it's the Lions. And then he's going to keep the 
starting job. So, yeah, Baker Mayfield's got to play. He's one game away, one bad game away from losing his starting job, right? But we've gone over that. In a bit of a different direction, I guarantee you, right, to have another conversation about Baker Mayfield. If I went up to him and I said, okay, dude, I can give you an NFL do-over. I can take you all the way back to the moment you were selected by the Browns and you get an NFL do-over from that point on, would you take it? He would say, yes, give it to me. Whatever you need to do, sprinkle that that dust, that magic on me, whatever, whatever Harry Potter spell you have to do, do it. I will take it because he is in this not even seeing the end of my rookie contract before I get benched situation because of his own mistakes. He comes in as a very cocky, arrogant quarterback. I'm going to break the mold for quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm a former walk-on. I wear that like a I wear that like a badge. I'm a former one. Look what I'm doing now. I'm going to take this league by storm. There's a reason why quarterbacks don't come into the league with that kind of attitude because you can't keep it up. And you come into the league thinking you're going to be a superstar and you wind up getting chewed up by the league. Cuz right now Baker Mayfield saying Man, NFL's harder than I thought it was. Thought it was going to get easier. No, no, no. It's harder than I thought it was. And from the beginning, he came in with that know-it-all attitude. He came in right away saying, hey, uh, let's go do it. This, this is my team. I'm going to come out and I'm going to play well. Look at me. Look at me. And he started to fight with radio hosts. He fought with Colin Coward. He fought with me. He fought with – he continues to fight with people. Media feuds. He, he, fought, he fought with his players when Duke Johnson was looking for a new contract and he was thinking about holding out well we're all here moving towards the same goal you know what baker let duke johnson figure his own situation out why are you opening your mouth on that that didn't make any sense i want freddie kitchens to be my head coach i love freddie kitchens freddie kitchens we all knew was a disaster but you don't know anything about the nfl or who your best oc is going to be but freddie kitchens becomes the head coach and what happens freddie kitchens is a disaster and he's let go after one year not going to shake hugh jackson saying oh you talk bad about us behind all this stuff okay what does that reflect on baker mayfield he wanted to fight every single battle and he wanted to say look at me right he's got all the tv ads that have been running i want all the trappings of being a star and he's struggling and he can't figure things out because when you come into the nfl there's a big learning curve and this is why the only quarterback that's ever done that that's ever come in and said hey look at me i'm an entertainer has been cam newton that's the only one The only one in modern NFL history that's come in saying, look at me, look at me, I'm a star, has been Cam Newton. The only guy that it's worked for. Everybody else, you're out of the league. And you, you, because you wind up being someone that doesn't really understand what it means to be a quarterback. I get you want to be yourself. I get you, hey, this is kind of who I am. And I understand that. But. When you come in as a quarterback, it's not just about you, right? If you're a wide receiver or a running back or a shutdown cornerback or a linebacker, defensive end, yeah, you can make it about you and go and talk about your sacks and your pressures because that's how it goes. That's what sports are. But when you're a quarterback, it's different because it's more than just about you. And Baker Mayfield never got past the part where I'm the center of everything and it's all about me. It's about other things. And he hasn't learned how to lead the right way. He hasn't learned how to be able to – put his, the imprint on the game that he has wanted to. So, yeah, if you are from a do-over, I guarantee he would go back to the beginning. 
let me be drafted right now, and I'm coming into the league a bit of a different way. And I'm not going to uh, hurt my shelf life. I'm not going to be somebody that's going to be abrasive. I'm not going to be somebody that when I'm bad, it looks worse because of my attitude. I want to be someone that comes in and gets benefit of the doubt as I'm learning becoming a good quarterback. Because if he came in that way, we'd be right now going, okay, well, maybe look, Baker's he's flashed before. Look how far they got in the playoffs last year. Baker's a guy, he's just having a down time right now. But when you want to stand up and be polarizing it's easy to take this other side and go look at all for all this how great you are look at how you're failing and that becomes the narrative and that seeps into everything it seeps into who you are as a player it seeps into your team it seeps into the league so this is why baker mayfield is where he is right now do over he would take it always got to be careful when you start fighting with windmills because here's here's the uh, the big problem the next one pops up Right, and if the play isn't commensurate, you're in trouble. Where he got drafted, you can't really use the, as much as you want to internally use the underdog tag on it. It doesn't work anymore, right? Externally, you became the guy, so now you wear it. And certainly, the commercials are fine. Like folks get upset about those; those are all recorded in the off season. It's not his fault that they play them endlessly. And when other commercials have to be taken out of a cycle for business reasons, see uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, others get cycled back in. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously different companies and, and stuff involved. But you, the point uh, is the same, that you cycle in and suddenly people seem like you, you were working instead of practicing on Thursday morning, you were out at a video shoot. You flew out to California. You showed up at the Rose Bowl and you did three more commercials. No, that's not the case. That's not the way it works. But perception becomes reality and people get mad. And if folks on national or local talk shows start to take umbrage with it, then it becomes a bigger narrative and starts to spiral. And here, the the team also evolved and, and became much more than just Baker Mayfield, right? It's a running team. Right, that's what they want to do. They just paid those offensive linemen, not necessarily to pass block for him, but to be road graders for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Ernest Johnson and whoever else cycles in uh, at, at the next need. Uh, Jarvis Landry even complaining about his role and his targets. So there's some discontentedness, some malcontentedness going on there. It wasn't all just Odell Beckham Jr. versus Baker Mayfield. So yeah, I mean, I, I would think that to some degree you'd want to uh, maybe hold your tongue, particularly the bag one. That's that's the one that, that always gets people mad is when you start getting into other people's contracts don't do that that that's the one you've got to keep behind closed doors give no crack hope i get he gets what he needs and hope he's with us soon that that should have been the answer clap your hands and move forward but sometimes you can't help yourself and unfortunately you can't hit rewind or snap your fingers like thanos and make it go away now you just have to do the best you can try to get healthy and see if you can't get back into the playoffs again you know so you can secure your giant bag that people are talking about Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Do over Baker. You would take it. You would. Uh, Coming up next, something we predicted and prognosticated last night is already coming true. What is it? Find out next right here. Fox. Jets, 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 Mets, 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 yo. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Who wants Yo. mustache ride? Hey, now. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Corbin Burns on winning the NL Cy Young. Behold the mighty hand of Burns. Laying down the L.A. laws, Corbin Burns and on this. Uh, and congratulations to Robbie Ray for the Cy Young Award in the American League. Ed, TJ, certainly Robbie Ray was man to win this award <laughs> this year. I couldn't even do that with a straight face. No, you couldn't. Uh, but I wanted to get Manta Ray in. But you say Robbie Ray, I immediately think of Robbie Wrist, and then I want to talk about Cousin Oliver, and that gets us back into Sharknado, and then it's a whole convergence of things. Uh, first it was Madonna in 1998. Now it's Robbie Ray of Light in winning the Cy Young Award. Okay. So uh, while the Cy Young, we're getting the MVP announced tomorrow, and great, Mike Schmidt's announcing the National League winner. Hmm, I wonder who's going to win that one. Uh, but yeah, baby. last night uh, is already coming true, right? When Noah Syndergaard signed his one-year $21 million deal with the Angels, bye, Noah, good luck. Uh, what, was this, uh, what was this a precursor of? Uh, suddenly guys are going to get big deals and guys like Marcus Stroman are going to get $250 million. Well, if Syndergaard's getting one year and $21 million, no, this is what's going to be a precursor of whenever there is labor strife and you're wondering what the labor situation is going to be like, owners don't spend money. Even though they know we're going to play the games, we're not going to lose seasons, they don't spend money. So what's going to happen is this. We said it last night, it's already happening. You're going to see star players sign one-year deals for $15, 20 25 $30 million. And already today, Brandon Belt says, nope, I'm staying with the Giants, one-year, $18 million. Justin Verlander going somewhere, nope, staying, one-year, $25 million with the Astros. This is how it's going to go. As players sign one-year deals for a lot of money because they know I'm not going to get that big five-, six-year deal I'm looking for so I'll sign the one-year deal now, and then when the labor situation gets settled sometime early in the spring before the season starts, then I can talk extension with my team during the season, or I'll hit free agency again at the end of next year and, and, and still get money, and who knows what the landscape is going to be like. Hopefully it's more money. Everybody's got more money to spend and everything else. So that's what it's a, a precursor of is that, hey, I'm taking this one-year $20 million. You're going to start seeing players not get nervous about it but say, is it really worth it to wait and I'm sitting around not uh, employed in the middle of February and I got to take one year six million or do I take one year 20 million or 25 million now when it's going to be out there for me this is where you're going to start seeing all the star players start to gobble up these big time short-term contracts for one year somewhere in that range watch that's how it's going to happen you also have the opportunity then for everybody to yell collusion uh, if it goes that way <laughs> so the next uh, derivation of the labor disputes will will roll right as we go to the full-on dh next year so we've got that working for us um you know a couple of the examples thus far Syndergaard's a roll the dice proposition i don't know how many teams we're going to line up to uh, offer him mul- multiple years where you have the desperation of the Angels to get, can you stop talking about our starting pitching already? Look, <laughs> we signed a guy, okay? And and maybe they can work some magic down there. I mean, they, they're they near Disneyland, and, may, and maybe that'll work out for them. Uh, with Brandon Belt, can he stay healthy? Can he be a guy? I mean, 29 home runs, 14 doubles in his 381 plate appearances, uh, just 59 
RBI on that. But you know, you're looking at a, a guy that we, he's he's a jag when it comes to first base. But yeah, those are pretty good home run totals. Uh, but you see the RBI—that's a lot of solo shots. So if if we're gonna say they don't matter for starting pitchers, they don't matter here, uh, and they're just part of a, a much larger conga line you had going with the Giants having career years all over the place, uh, and then the third guy Verlander, same thing, older guy injuries and, and rolling the dice. Uh, I, I need to see one of these other guys, a uh, Marcus Simeon or one of these, to to see what the offer is on the table there relative to the predicted projected yearly totals but it's a fun process nonetheless though to see some of these dominoes start to fall twitter at how about a fresca mike gets swollen dome the jason smiths are with mike Harmon. our best of podcast goes up in about 10 minutes on itunes wherever you listen to podcasts it is there subscribe to us rate to us listen we'll love you forever and ever and ever my buddy ben maller coming up next this is fox What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.